Hello, my friend. Jeff C. here with a great new resource that I put together just for you. It's a complete database of all the tools that I use to create content and run my business. I've got apps, software, hardware, and even my favorite AI tools. It's easy to find what you need and tells you exactly how I'm using them in my business. To get access to my toolbox, just go to jeffc.com forward slash toolbox. That's J-E-F-F. S is in Sam, I-E-H. That's I before E, especially in C. That's how my mama had me learn it. So go check it out. And if you haven't heard me say it in a while, I appreciate you listening, my friend. And now, on with the episode. Keeping you up to date on the world of social media. Industry experts, innovators, creators, storytellers, and the latest social media tools, tips, and tactics. This is Social Media News Live. Welcome to Social Media News Live. I'm Jeff C. And you're not. And I'm Eric Fisher. That's right. And this is the show that keeps you up to date on what's happening in the world of social media. Today, we are joined by my guest slash co-host, and we're going to be exploring what in the world is the metaverse. We're going to be talking about AR versus VR versus MR versus XR. What the heck do all those mean and what does it matter? And also we're gonna be talking about the future of business in the metaverse. Uh, so really exciting. Eric, thank you so much for being here. So excited you could join me today. Yeah, thanks for having me. I always love joining you guys here on the show. Yeah, so uh, Eric Fisher, if you don't know who he is, he is the producer and host of the long running popular productivity podcast in the business space beyond the to-do list. Eric has also worked as a social media manager and a community manager for over 10 years. He's that old, folks. He's that old. He is currently the senior social media manager at Bizaboo, the event experience OS for in-person, virtual, or hybrid events. So, Eric, thank you so much. It's going to be a great show. He knows all this stuff. We are both super nerds about um, about all this, but I do want to be, give a big shout out to uh, the sponsors of the show. Ecamm, they are amazing. They have a brand new uh, released that has gone out in the last couple of weeks. It's got a bunch of updates. It's really, really cool. If you're on a Mac, it is a no-brainer for making uh, presentations, recording video. You can record Instagram, you know, because it does the vertical video, all sorts of things. It's what I use to to produce and make this show go out live. So make sure to check them out at socialmedianewslive.com forward slash ecam. That's socialmedianewslive.com forward slash E-C-A-M-M. So, Today, we are going to be talking all about the, um, the metaverse and what exactly is the metaverse. So if you don't have, haven't heard, if you've been stuck, you know, in, you know, in your house and not watching any TV or getting online, uh, Mark Zuckerberg changed the name of Facebook to Meta. And apparently it wasn't very cheap because I guess somebody else had that name and I guess they didn't know and they had to pay like $20 million to get from this meta PC that had already existed. So I kind of find that funny. Uh, somebody probably lost their job over that when they did the research. So um, what Zuckerberg said, he says, we're basically moving from being Facebook first as a company to being metaverse first. And so this is really strange, kind of out of the blue. People were kind of like, what is this? And I wanted to play for you guys this is a commercial that I saw during football on Sunday, and this supposedly explains what Metaverse is. So, Eric, you've never seen that before, so I want to get your reactions on 
that. I saw it as a, it was like a prime time, you, middle football. That was the commercial. Can you imagine what somebody who had not even heard about this parent company slash name change thing at all thought when they saw that? Like, I have one, I have no clue what you're talking about. Two, it's from Facebook. And three, what the heck is meta? I, I, it still doesn't explain. <laughs> so it, it, you're going to make just, my, my art painting comes come alive and then put on a dance party and, and hypnotize me like, uh, OK, <laughs> so that's what was so funny. What I what I saw, I was like, what? I mean, I, I get we don't really know what the metaverse is going to be. It's the next supposed to be the next generation of the Internet. But that told me nothing um, other than and we're going to talk about it in a little bit. Um, the demographics of who who Zuck really wants to come back to Facebook. So um, I think if you look, if you remember back in that commercial, who was kind of they were just di- dancing in their head, you yeah, know, like that. It's all yes, younger folks, young, which it's yeah, which have been abandoning Facebook in droves. So uh, like my son doesn't use it. I have to like, hey, did you see what I post on Facebook for your birthday? Like, no, I don't ever go on Facebook. So anyway. Um, so what is this metaverse? So this comes from, uh, Neil Stephenson. He famously coined this term metaverse in the 1992 novel snow crash. And this referred to a 3d virtual world inhabited by avatars of real people and a lots of other science fiction media includes metaverse uh, like systems, you know, uh, you know, but this was the most common one for the, the for these metaverse enthusiasts. So you've got Ready Player One, which is a great book. It was a movie Spielberg did um, that talks about the metaverse. But there's not really any universally accepted definition of the real metaverse because it's not here yet. Um, other than it's going to be like the Internet 2.0 or the next thing. Um, a lot of times these uh, Silicon Valley proponents reference the this uh, kind of definition by this capitalist Matthew Ball, and he says the metaverse is an expansive network of persistent, real-time, rendered 3D worlds and simulations that support continuity of uh, identity, objects, history, payments, and entitlements, and can be experienced uh, all the time together by in, uh, effectively unlimited number of users, each with an individual uh, individual sense of presence. Uh, now, Facebook, who is naming their you know their whole company off of this, kind of describes it a little bit more simply. He go, they go the metaverse is a set of virtual spaces where you can create and explore with other people who aren't in the same physical space as you. So. Um, it's this open virtual augmented reality platform. So they've got, they've been around for decades. Second life. If you remember that Eric back yes. in the day, that oh, was yeah. supposed to be a metaverse. Um, you know, a lot of times in the movies and novels, they're not a good thing. You know, matrix, you know, that's, you know, waking up from the metaverse is what the whole story is about. So um, the interesting thing about this whole announcement and, you know, we talked about this commercial is the demographics. So um, Zuck said this, he says, I do think it's important to clarify what I'm talking about, what our North Star demographic here is. We're talking about young adults, 18 to 29, not primarily teens and certainly not primarily kids, but like college and post-college that's sort of historically been the strong base for us. And it generally continues to be a strong base, which I disagree. But I think it's really important that as so many more people use all our products, we don't lose sight of that. So that commercial, what he said that I just quoted 
he's doing a play for these younger adults. I just don't know if that commercial's it. So what what do you think? So he yeah. thinks it's going to be the next version of the internet. Do you agree, Eric? Well, I mean, the next, here's the thing. I don't know. I'm, so many reactions that I saw to this announcement, especially with people that I know that I listen to tech wise that talk about VR, specifically VR, although we're going to go into variations of other R's. Right. Um, I don't know that it's the next version of the internet because I think the internet is necess- is not necessarily going to, um, I don't know. I, I don't think it's going to morph into being a lot more or a lot different. Although, I, again, I do like the idea of there being the potential for um, a, a matrix that you voluntarily go into and you are aware that you're in it as well as you aren't being drained of your, your body heat for being a battery. <laughs> but right. um, there is also inherently like we're here's the thing, like we're already talking about we've already been talking about for a long time um, specifically with kids, but also with adults who have these new learned habits of scrolling and swiping and constant, like looking down instead of, you know, being in the world we're already, that's already in existence. And so I'm a little hesitant to say that like, this is a good thing that he wants to move forward with this and like push full steam ahead into like, being even more jacked into something right without limit, you know, it's a little, uh, come on. So, so, so one of the things that a lot of the, cause it broke, it's in, if you do a search, there's so many articles that are, are written about this and there's a lot of them that like, okay, it's a distraction or whatever for Facebook. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. But uh, the, one of the things is like, how do you police this? Like if you go in there and a lot of them are like saying, you know, you have limits and you, you do all these things and it's almost gamifying good behavior. Like you become, you, you level up if you don't, you know, go outside of the, the norm or if you don't harass somebody or you're not a troll. But then you have, it reminds, did you, did you ever see the Black Mirror episode that had Dallas um, Howard? Uh, yes, Price did. I've seen all of Black Mirror. So right, yes. when she had that, you know, those stars, you know, and like, I didn't get enough yes. stars, you know, all that stuff. It it reminded me a lot that, of that when they talked about how they're going to police this. And I'm like, yeah, you're basically Yelp reviewing individual people and that's their cred moving up. It's like, it was almost like a virtual clout. Remember clout? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so I don't know if that's the, that's the big fear with this because so you and I are both, you know, we both have these devices, right? We both have these Oculus quests and they're amazing. They're fun. They're nerdy, but you and I both a lot of times play single player because it is really freaky because you and I've gone on there together and it's like somebody sitting right next to you. Like, it's like you're here and if it wasn't you, I would be uncomfortable. But and I was even a little uncomfortable with you. But it was, was going to say you don't right. want me sitting next to you in, yeah, in real life. So. But but I mean, so there's this intimacy, and in, in, until you strapped one on, like one of these devices on your face, it's you don't understand it. And, and there's there is something there. It is the next generation. I see why all these companies are being uh, getting behind it. Um, but well, it, 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 let it, me I I was you know you talked me into it. Right. I was hesitant and I was like, uh, I don't know if I want to like, I already have 
an addicted personality by nature in terms of technology. And so I thought, yeah, the last thing I really want to do is like put something on my head and close off the real world and be immersed in a non real world. However, I did find that it works really well to block out. I mean, I'm a productivity guy, so blocking out all distractions and immersing in something specifically for a certain period of time, whether it's pretending you're in a movie theater when you couldn't go to one or to do a beat saber workout when, you know, we don't have real lightsabers in the real world that work like that. Um, You may not, but, you know, and some of the Well, yeah, Yeah. but some of the other aspects of it, it, it's been really helpful. It's really helpful for cabin fever. So, and, and moving into cooler weather again, right now, uh, it's been a year. I think it's been about a year or a little under or a little over, I should say, since, uh, I've had it. And I got to say, like, I don't use it every day. I don't even use it every week, but when I use it, um, it definitely helps me mental health wise. So I, I, so I am a believer in this technology being used for good, but that's the problem is that like, I don't. I'm just going to say, I don't trust Mark Zuckerberg to know what's good for anybody right now. So, yeah. And, and there, I mean, it's very, very cool. Do I mean, the games on it and the stuff you can do. Uh, I see a lot of our friends, like I see Leslie Samuel on it all the time. Steve Dotto's on it. I see all their, you know, some other productivity people that you know. Uh, yes. That are, are on the platform. I see a lot of them doing it for exercise. So I think that is a natural fit. There's yeah. a lot of people who are doing it that way. You mentioned you know, cabin fever. Yeah. I like to watch movies because I can sit in a virtual theater. That's that has dynamic lighting. Like it reflects off of stuff while the movie's going. It's amazing. Um, but when you come, when we're talking about what, what Zuckerberg wants is he want us, he wants us to interact with each other. You know, he had the, uh, when he was doing his demo, talk about fencing with famous people and, you know, all these different things that, to me, I want it. I use the Oculus to escape. I put it on to yes. escape from stuff. I don't want to use it to connect so much with other people. Now, there are people who who love doing that. That's the way they're wired. Leslie Samuel, he jumps into everything and loves to talk to just random people he finds and sees what they say. That's his style. There's a lot of people like that. That is not mine. So, I think it's gonna it's gonna come back down to how are they gonna police it? How can you because I've gone into like horizons when it first opened up like horizons event. And I was like, okay, this is cool. I want to go see what's going on. I want to see a concert. And it was a bunch of kids screaming and acting goofy and stupid in the lobby. And I left, you know, it was like, it's like something you wouldn't want to go to that in the real world. Why would I want to go and have kids? It's like when they're, you know, get off my lawn. And I was like, yeah, in virtual reality, come on. So get off my digital lawn. Right. So it seems to me like this is a gamble. Um, you know, he, there's there's a lot of people who say he's using this to distract from what's going on with all the other things that have broke on Facebook. Uh, he says, and he has a good point. He says, no, that's not really the reason. If I was trying to do this, is the worst time to launch a tech company or rename or rebrand is in the middle of this stuff. So it makes no sense for me to, you know, throw this in there. So I can kind of get this. But he's also, it's it's very, very blatant that he's trying to win back the younger demographic. So do you think Facebook or Meta can win back younger people? I think it depends on what the technology ends up being and how accessible it is. Because right now, you know, I mean, here, think about this. The, the, the Oculus, 
quest, which will become the meta quest right, rebrand. Right, right. Like the Oculus is going away too. The name Oculus, right. it will be meta. Um, if you think about what it costs to, to purchase that, that's not cheap. It's cheaper However, than it's been. Yeah. Yeah. However, I'm holding up a phone that's worth two or three of those headsets. So it's like, right. right. Uh, pot calling kettle black. Right. So I, I, but, but I think that in terms of, you know, we, we're, we're only still now at the point where internet, the access of it being util, utilitized or, you know, becoming a utility that is included if you're renting from somebody, you know, that kind of thing. Like they've got your water, you got your electricity, you got your heat, you got your internet, like access to it is one thing, but then having to buy something to then get access to it, I don't know. I, I, I think that ultimately it's going to depend on how not just cool and, you know, I- I experiential mm-hmm. it is, but how easy it is to get to it. Because you, you can't forget that Facebook was just another website and it still is just another website, right. even prior to, you know, there being apps on phones and things like that. It was just a, you go to facebook.com. Oh, I, and I have a school address. Cool. And then beyond that, it was a little, you know, outside of the existing schools and all that kind of stuff that's in the, the social network movie. Um, right. You know, but that's the thing is like, it's not about who gets it first or what they're using it for anymore. It's about what's the actual value of the metaverse. And if it has, I mean, because here's the thing, if it's not really worthwhile for me to go pretend hike with friends in the metaverse, and it's better for me to go do that in real life, then we'll go that way. I'm talking about the digital pendulum swinging one way or the other. You know, there's there's I mean, because there are certain generations where it's like, well, the old generation, like they plugged in phones all the time. Well, we'll be the generation that unplugs. And then the other one behind them swinging back the other way. And meanwhile, everybody having hybrid. So anyway. So here's the thing. So, you know, I've talked to my parents and they still have trouble understanding that I have friends that are on in that I on on live like you and I see each other three times a year at the most. You know, but we well. It's been a long, just right. recently we did, but it, yeah. before that, right. prior to COVID, it, 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 even with COVID out of the picture, let's just right. say COVID doesn't exist. Great. It was about three times a year. Right. We'd see each other physical in the same physical right. space. So when I tell people like I have, you know, accountability groups and I meet with like a mastermind online and we're spread across the, the world, they're like, how can you have relationships and productive relationships out of that kind of stuff? But I'm like, well, I meet weekly. I week, I meet more with these people than I do, like people at my church or whatever, you know. And so, so I get it. So I, you can't like, and then we get together. It's like nothing. It's just continuing the conversation. So I yeah. get how this could be the next thing. I can see how that is. I think the as the it gets cheaper, and we're going to talk about AR and and some of that other stuff where you know, it's already built, it's already baked into some phones. So I think that that kind of stuff uh, would, would be, you know, something, but this VR stuff, it's getting cheaper. It's, it's really cool. And the more people that's, you know, try it, I think are going to be like, oh my gosh. And the smart thing is they went with kids and they did gaming first. Like they bought, he spent a lot of money on Oculus and he spent a lot of money. Like, like, what is it? Vader Immortal. That is just an amazing game. If you're a Star Wars fan, I, 
I almost cry when I put on Oculus and I was able to fly an X-Wing with Rogue Squadron and have my joystick. I mean, it's ju- and you're in a cockpit of an X. I mean, oh my gosh, every fanboy's dream you can do. And I don't, I think if they would play that at like a Star Wars convention and just say, hey, try this, they would sell out of Oculus's like that day. I mean, it's that cool. So anyway, uh, so I think it's it's on its way. I think they're starting to win back younger people. You know, it's going to be, from the commercials and what he's even said, that's their big push. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. But one of the things I do want to talk about is, and it's very confusing to a lot of people and even me who has one, but what is the difference between VR, AR, MR, and now XR? So, oh my gosh, what is going on? So here's, let me, this is what I, I tried to, I scoured the interwebs. And the interesting thing is, is a lot of people do not, it's still morphing. It's still like, this is new stuff. So as of now, this is kind of what it's from the consensus that I've found. So VR is like this Oculus, like this is where you strap it on, you know, you enter a virtual world, you're not in your body and you've, you know, you're, you're interacting with the virtual world world. So that's what VR is. That's kind of like ready player one. If you have seen that. So AR is like snap lenses like if you put something on and it's superimposed over you so that's augmented reality that's um you know it's almost like jarvis like when he was in the suit and he would have all those hud devices uh tony stark you know he was iron man you know it's, it's stuff superimposed like when you're walking around google glass did this you know that was the first kind of experience yes. with this so that's that's already here it's already coming you can get that kind of stuff you think about google translate where you can hold it up and look at a sign and it'll translate for you. Now it actually will listen to what people are saying and will actually speak it to you like the Star Trek translator. Um, so this stuff's here already. MR is mixed reality. So that's the merging of real and virtual worlds together to produce new environments and visual visualizations where like physical and digital co- objects kind of coexist at the same time. So that is like Pokemon Go. That's pretty much what that was. That was uh, when you would go out and you would find those Pokemon and they would, you know, they would be interacting. I remember one was hiding from my mother-in-law, which is hilarious. So those are already there. So, and Apple has got that stuff baked in with its depth sensing technology, all that stuff. It's the next step is that's going to probably come way faster, in my opinion, than another there'll be a lot more yeah there'll yeah. be a lot more advances in 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 um that realm right for now because the tech has to really get more powerful and more um compacted right for especially vr yeah and the last one xr is extended reality it's this new term to the de- all these de- definitions of these technical worlds so for now only there's only a few people who are really aware of this now you guys are extended reality refers to all of the real and virtual combined uh, environments to human machine interactions uh, by uh, computer technology and wearables so it's kind of like an umbrella term for everything that fits underneath it so you're going to hear a lot more about xr as these other technologies develop so vr virtual reality ar augmented reality mr is mixed reality and xr is extended reality so the xr they made this term so it would help with help with not confuse the public more and i think it does the opposite of that so it's just another term people have got to know so that's what the difference between all those things are so 
Eric, I know you and I both used Oculus. Um, as a work thing, would you go around with Oculus strapped to your face all day if you had to work? Like if we're going to talk about in the next section, but some of these tools that are coming, would you do that? Is that something, I mean, how long can you spend in this device? That's a good question. So, yeah, I, I mean, I think my limit is probably an hour or two at, yeah. at any given time. And again, that's that goes to what I was talking about earlier in terms of the technology, not just the technology being more powerful and being higher frame rate, higher resolution, but losing some of the bulkiness and the, the head weight of it, you know, right. Um, because, it, you know, it, it, it needs more breathability. It needs more. Um, just it needs more flexibility it needs to be compacted a bit it needs right. to be more like goggles instead of like a, a, right. a horse feed trough that's like so, laying down your head and the, and they've made it lighter so i've had from the rift to the go to the first oculus and this is the oculus 2 now i've added some things i've got a, a extra pad that i put in there uh, i am so nerdy that i usually wear glasses i have prescription uh lenses that pop on over there so i don't have to wear when I take off my glasses, I don't want to scratch my things. And I, so I can just, I have prescription uh, lenses and this thing has an extended battery, this headset that they sell that from Oculus right. and it tightens to the back of your head, which is really, really cool. But the problem with these are always heavy on your face. They're front heavy. And this has a battery at the back that actually counterbalances it. So I really like this setup that I have here. Um, but you're right. I even with all this and the comfort that I've invested in it, I'm not going to wear this for more. It's hard for me to get through a full movie. Probably one movie. I was going to say yeah. a movie is going to push in the limit and, right now. And, so. and even that, I'm like, golly, because you know, like I, you know, the cool thing is, is they've now made stuff inside of the the Oculus Quest environment where you can double tap and it will go to your camera and you can walk around and you can see your environment. You're not blind. Yeah, the uh, yeah. pass through yeah. mode. The other cool thing is that I really like is that they have new like environment. So I like, I drew my desk. So I have an environment, my desk and I can look over and I see my couch. Like I have a thing of my couch where I outline so I can get up and move to my couch and then everything moves with me. So they're already starting to do these things to allow you to spend more time in it and make it easier to, to interact with your real world. So very, very cool stuff. Um, so here's the other question, Eric. So VR, that's the thing that the, the, you strap on your face and you're in an environment. Uh, there's things at Disney and other places, other amusement parks now where you can ride roller coasters with it and all sorts of stuff. So AR is here now. Like you can, a lot of stuff you can get, like you can actually see when the new phone comes out, what it looks like on your table. Like you could, you know, do it, the, the AR and drop stuff in. You can do the, actually take like furniture and drop it in your room to see how it looks like. It's in these Apple devices now. So do you think because of it's already built into Apple that AR is going to go faster than VR? Like development, because it's easier for people to, to, to have access to. I think so because it's it continues to move. Uh, AR continues to move at a really fast rate. I'll give you an example, and Jeff, you'll love this. Um, Allbirds. Mm -hmm. So the shoe Allbirds has an app, and that oh. app allows you to virtually try on shoes. And so I had I did that. I picked a certain kind and said, "See how these look on your feet." And I 
pointed them down at my feet and the ones that I was already wearing <laughs> disappeared and the new ones appeared there and no I way. moved them around and it was like, oh, this is amazing. Like I know how these will look like on my feet, like That's in cool. the space that I'm in and everything. And it was like, it was the most clear experience that I've seen of AR um, interacting in the actual space that it was in. Like it looked, it really like I could not tell that I wasn't wearing those new shoes already. And it was like, mm -hmm. what? So it kind of blew me away. I think because we're already that far in and it's that close, uh, AR is definitely going to stay ahead for a while. Think about it this way. When did Lawnmower Man come out? And, and even before that, <laughs> that was like, like the first VR, graphics. Yeah. Right. Virtual reality has been like, even in its earliest implementations where it was kind of working. Mm -hmm. Remember, like, it's been so long, but we are, I mean, again, I think we're hitting an inflection point where momentum has built up for so long and the technology's there. And I think that partly due to Mark Zuckerberg announcing this, it's validating it to a certain extent as a mainstream pursuit, mm -hmm. not just for Meta, but everybody else who's working on this. So you have younger kids than I do. And you know, I, I remember Pokemon Go was just like this huge, everybody, all the time, I got to go do it. Da, da, da. Is there still stuff? I know Harry Potter, there's a Harry Potter game that does that. Are your kids doing, still doing the Pokemon Go? And is that still a thing? I mean, it's funny you ask that because my son has finally now been allowed to do it for the very first time. And he has to, I mean, he has to do thanks to thanks Apple for screen time. He has to ask to be able to do it. <laughs> right. I've got it turned off until he asks, but as of a week or two ago, he's been able to do it and it's brand new to him. Although he's been aware of it and his right. sister still does it. So it's like now they can kind of do it together. So it's not yeah. gone. In fact, there was, I, I, I don't know the news here, but there was a lot of like updates and things that just happened recently with Pokemon Go. So, okay. So, so, I mean, it's there and it's almost get to the point like AR is like, it just happens. I mean, it's just like, oh yeah, that's AR. You know, it's not a big deal. Like, you know, you could even movie posters, you can go to Marvel posters and do stuff and they'll come to life and do really cool stuff when you're at the theater. So, I mean, it's out there commercially um, and it's, it's pretty exciting. So, uh, MR mixed reality is still more and more. I kind of thought like, uh, some of the Apple stuff that had coming where you could, you could do your, that depth camera and you could have like bubbles and stuff in your room and you could move your hand and it would affect the stuff. Mixed reality is actually going to have like real objects and virtual coming together. So I don't think that's there quite yet. And XR, you know, we talked about is kind of the umbrella term over everything, but something yes. that is here right now is Ecamm, and they just launched a new, a brand new uh, release. So um, it's amazing. It's what we're using for this show, switching everything, recording, podcast. You mentioned mixed tracks, uh, these split tracks before. You can do that with Ecamm. It actually records your guest and your output and you and separate tracks, and you can mix it together. Also, as a podcast, it's a great, great tool. You can find out more about them at socialmedianewslive.com forward slash Ecamm. That's socialmedianewslive.com dot com forward slash e-c-a-m-m -M. all right for our final section we're going to be talking about what this means for business so um it's really interesting because you know a lot of times we hear this new stuff and we poo-poo it we're like this is silly you will never have flying cars that kind of thing but um you know, they really think that a lot of these technologists think that it'll eventually evolve to something like the metaverse it probably is not going to be anything what we're thinking about today 
but it's going to be, you know, they're saying it's going to be trans as transformative a society and industry as the mobile phone. Cause you think back before I remember bag phones, I'm that old. I remember bag phones, but you think about cell phones now and Eric, you even pointed out all the stuff that's preloaded on it. So, um, it's, it, it's going to probably change, you know, in the next five years more than anything we thought. So, um, in fact, Facebook has even announced even more meta plans or meta has announced more meta plans. Um, they're going to introduce next year, project Cam- Cambria, which I would have changed that name. That's too close to Cambria. Uh, Cambria. That, yeah. yeah. That's uh, a little too close to home specifically right. for them with, of all people. Come on. Anything with a C stay away from uh, Facebook. So it's a high end mixed reality headset. They uh, previewed it uh, at one of their shows and it's going to connect virtual graphics with real world and, and, and full color. The interesting thing that they've said about this stuff, uh, they're going to be eye tracking. So you can see like, like when you're looking over to the side, you can tell that you're not paying attention to me or you're scratching your eye and looking up. I would be able to tell that in VR. Yeah. Um, so it's supposed to be allow more uh, realistic avatars. And they're also working on a pair of AR glasses called uh, Nazare, I think is how you pronounce it. And they're still several years out on that one. And Zuck says they're going to be, those glasses are going to be just as widely used as mobile phones, which Facebook phone really didn't work. So take that as you may. Um, so it's supposed to look like a normal pair of glasses, but it's going to be like Jarvis. And so, um, it's going it, to, he wants us to think less of it as a, as a social media product and something else like a phone. He wants that tech kind of stuff. So interesting stuff. The other thing, Slack is coming to Oculus. You mentioned that they're going to change the name. Uh, they're actually making it now. So there's a big uproar in the VR community when Oculus 2 came out and they got an update and you had to have a Facebook account to use the Oculus. Yes. Now they're going away from that and you're not going to have to have all these different, you know, it's, you you won't brick your Oculus if you don't want to be on Facebook. So uh, that was interesting to hear about as well. Also, Microsoft Teams is coming next year to VR. So it's not just like this, um, you know, maybe this, it's a great idea. This is stuff that's happening. And these other big companies are behind this too. Uh, Facebook Horizon Workroom is another thing that is coming out. Logitech announced a keyboard that you're allowed, you're going to be able to type on in VR. I've played with a little bit of some of the third-party workspaces, and it's cool to have monitors as big as you want and as many as you want and wrapped around you. Uh, so, you know, will we, you know, we take these Instagram photos of our desks now and have our perfect desks set up. Will it be a one with VR? Who knows? And so Horizons Workroom's already here in beta. I've been trying to get on. I was having some issues logging on. The other really interesting thing, and we talked about that until you experience it, you don't really get it. And this was announced like two days ago, but Meta may open physical stores. And the interesting thing in these articles, they said, we don't know if they're going to sell anything. It may just be to see Portal and the Oculus and to try it on. So that's kind of a big deal, I think, for, uh, you know, because when Apple opened their stores, it took off. So, and speaking of Apple, they're working on a headset and AR glasses. So they'll probably be a lot better designed and a lot more expensive. So <laughs> what do you think about all this stuff, Eric? Like all the news and Microsoft and then Slack. I mean, I I just didn't think Slack would do it, but I'm like, they're going to Oculus. 
Yeah, I think it's interesting that Slack is coming to the Oculus. Um, I also noticed that Messenger um, integrated with that, Messenger being Facebook's Messenger. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also saw that there was a beta of the Facebook app as well as Instagram app Mm -hmm. uh, for Oculus. Uh, I didn't yet. I downloaded them. I haven't yet tried them. Um, It'll be interesting to see how what the user interface is in a virtual space like that interacting with social media content. Um, I'm going to have to try that out and report back on that. Um, I I mean, I think that this, I think that with the, uh, the moment, there's a momentum shift here. I think that's the key piece is that we will see a lot more in this space coming faster now that there's been an, an overarching and intentional move in that direction. I mean, all, all of the stuff up till this point has been, Oh, Facebook acquired Oculus. Right. Oculus is a separate brand. It's called the, now they're just kind of saying, no, that in other words, we're moving towards the next overall macro thing. We're not looking at all these different pockets of micro software. We're into and they already were into hardware with Oculus, but now they're into Oculus as a, a way of life in a way. Mm-hmm. It's it's like it's like the let's just say it's it's like the XR way of life is what right. it seems like meta as i'm trying to not call them facebook uh is is pushing forward as what their goal uh is yeah and so um forbes had a really interesting thing about business and vr and all this stuff uh out not very long ago and one of the things and i thought this was really interesting because this has to do with events and they said they really see a use case where you could watch something on your computer, let's say like a virtual conference, like we're all familiar with, but then you're able to go into your VR and interact with people from that event. And there's already been events that have done this and they've said it's been really successful because there is a little more intimacy than in getting in VR and having an avatar and interacting with people and letting them draw on a whiteboard there and you're there interacting with them at the same time. I can see that happening for events Mm -hmm. because going into a breakout Zoom room isn't the same thing as going in there and being able to interact inside of a virtual reality uh, kind of room. So then if you could have Slack, if you're doing a team thing, I mean, so I can see that. I can see some really cool business things, even in the midst of, you know, uh, still having these hybrid type of, you know, conferences. So I would, I would love, I've gone to some concerts in VR. I've watched some um, of the SpaceX launches in VR, which were really, really cool. So I think those kind of things that you wouldn't be able to go and do would be, you know, if I could go to Adobe Max, which is a big designer summit, and I could go in and then interact with some of the high level designers, that would be cool. You know, if we could go watch Jim Gaffigan and sit together on a, like on the front row and look up and watch him perform, I would dig, if you could do that with YouTube, you know, you'd pay, you would pay 30 bucks a ticket if you could go and watch YouTube and VR probably, wouldn't you? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it, I mean, it, it, I, I paid what, 15 bucks or something to stream a concert the other day. Yeah. A couple months, a month or so ago from Chicago to my home here, three hours away on my big screen TV. And it was like, it was totally worth it. I felt like I was there in a, in a way mm-hmm. I was partaking in something live. It's just that if I was able to have a 360 camera there, that would like be my um, proxy Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah, totally. Let me in. 
And the thing we haven't even touched upon, and they said was a big deal with businesses, is one is the cryptocurrency inside of these um, uh, kind of VR you know, worlds, and also NFT. So if you don't know what NFT is, a non-fungible token, like it's a digital baseball card that you, with blockchain, you own that number of that, and it's yours, but it's not real. And so they think there's a big market for NFTs inside of VR. So who knows? I mean, Disney just partnered, I saw, I think it drops today with a big NFT and they are super like corporate, you know, commercial stuff, but you could buy like a gold statue of Elsa as an NFT probably for 300 bucks. I mean, it's just, anyway, stuff's happening folks inside it. And so I think- the, the default thing for us is to go, oh, that's ridiculous. No one's going to pay for an NFT, but they already are. <laughs> people, people have. Yeah, they're already it's, doing it. Happened. It. It's happened. It's happening. It will yeah. happen more often. This is the kind, I mean, I, I think, Jeff, you almost need to have a, an annual state of the metaverse right. episode right. Or, or even every six months, something along those lines, just because I think there's going to be an uptick in activity in this front. And it, it definitely means we've got to be thoughtful and aware of, you know, like I was alluding to earlier, um, you know, lockdown in terms of technology and limits and boundaries mm-hmm. um, and thinking about what we're using it for and why we need, we want to, or need to use it. What are the benefits? What are the downsides? Let's keep all of that in mind as we adopt this new technology, because remember there was a point in time where, you didn't have cell phones and you didn't have smartphones. Right. And yet we move past both those lines fairly quickly. And now it's a constant, like a, 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 a smartphone on your person at all times is default for mm-hmm. most people right. in, in the modern commercial world. Well, we're, you know, you and I are going to Disney world um, for a conference, Lou Mangiello's momentum this weekend and we're there right now. Um, and the, the power of VR. Uh, and the thing is, that's interesting is Disney has moved to almost everything with their your phones. Like if you don't have a smartphone, I don't know how you'd navigate Disney World. You got your ticket on there, mobile orders for food, uh, your reservations. You unlock your um, room for your hotel. Uh, you can get a physical card, but they're trying to phase that out. They don't even give you magic bands anymore. You have to buy them separate. So it's it's moving that way to you know this tech's going to be around and uh yeah i think we may have to do a show every (laughs) every uh, six months or so as things change but we want to know what you guys think let us know in the comments and we will definitely check on those to see like is this something you see the future going towards and you know when when stuff happens when there's a momentum shift or a new technologies there's always opportunities so do you see an opportunity for your business i mean we didn't even touch about marketing how that's going to change in with the, you know, marketing and VR and all that. Let me me throw this. You see, you mentioned marketing, you mentioned VR, and I immediately go to (laughs) what the goal of the bad guy in, or the villain in ready player one was, was to be able to, when you put the headset on everywhere you look is ads. And I'm like, no. So it's, it's when we talk about AR, it's easy for me to think about minority report. Remember when Tom Cruise walked and they were scanning his irises and all the specialized ads were coming just for him and him seeing himself in those clothes. And then it started going and they tracked him and, you know, they can track where you're just think of how much information meta will be able to gather 
because they're doing eye tracking. Like you go to a website in VR, they're going to be able to see what you look on first, where you click off and how fast and all that stuff. There's all sorts of data points when you strap on a device that they can collect. So it's going to be really interesting with privacy. So let us know down below what you guys think. Thank you much so much for being on the show today. Thank you for uh, everybody uh, watching. We had some people uh, commenting. Uh, uh, Corinder is here. Lisa is watching us on uh, Amazon Live. Thank you guys so much. Thank you for watching us live. I want to know if you guys have the Oculus and how often you use it because I strap it on once in a while, but I don't, you know, I don't do it like more than an hour because then it just gets gets a little weird. But anyway, that's our show today. Eric Fisher, where can people find out more about everything Eric? Yeah, well, best place is uh, first off, go to beyondthetodolist.com and uh, check out the podcast. We've got episodes where we talk about technology and mm -hmm. boundaries and things like that. All the kind of, hey, let's be safe about this stuff as we're integrating it and using it in our lives, uh, especially making it productive. Mm -hmm. uh, but two, hit me up on Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash Eric with a K, the letter J, F-I-S-H-E-R. That's probably the easiest way. So cool. I'll talk to you there. Yeah, and he's got a ton of awesome uh podcast go check him out like some people who don't even use technology like um oh gosh what's his name the um he doesn't you can't even contact him uh on oh uh uh, uh yeah i'm thinking of it right he's now got it's three cal newport yeah cal newport. cal newport yeah yeah so yeah so yeah, go check out eric his podcast is amazing it has a, some great guests uh we are also a podcast so make sure you guys go uh, check us out just do a search for social media news live on your favorite podcast player and leave us a, a rating and review. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for being here. We will be back next week at um, at the regular time. We're always on Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Amazon Live, all the places. And with that, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks so much for watching, everybody. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Social Media News Live.